Cincinnati, welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It is Thursday already. Man, did this week go by fast? Where did it go? I think with the election and everything, it just made the week move fast. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, it's already, it's Thursday night football again. And then it'll be the Bengals and the Texans Sunday. At Paycor Stadium. Yes, and both teams got a lot of people banged up. A lot of people banged up. Yes. Uh, upper deck of the Western Hills Viaduct. Shut down after a person was found shot in a vehicle. Early this morning. And they saw a car with bullet holes in it. And a guy uh, in the car. I guess the car rolled into a wall and, geez, hit the wall on the upper deck of the viaduct at McMicken Street. So I guess it happened on the, uh, I guess you would call it the east side of the viaduct. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, these people, people are, what is, what, why, I just want to know. Why did you shoot this person? Why did you shoot at these kids? Why did you shoot that person? Why? What made you do that? What? I just want to know the reason. Why somebody would roll up on kids and start shooting. Why would they roll up on the guy driving across the, uh, uh, the, the viaduct there and start shooting? What? is the main reason why did you say okay let me load my gun up and let me go out and shoot this person why what made you drive by a house in silverton and start firing in into the house not caring who you hit that's the thing that gets me they don't care who they hit in the process they have no respect for other people's lives why is that Man, I just don't understand. I guess you have to have that mindset, that mentality, not to care. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, let's see, a couple other things here. Well, here we go. The U.S. launches an airstrike on a site in Syria. It's in a response to attacks by Iranian-backed militias on U.S. troops. So here we go. Here we go. And it's not the first time they've attacked our troops. It's not the first time we've uh, launched a strike back on them. And it just escalates. It starts to become more and more. Now they're going to hit back at us 
for us hitting them. And then we're going to hit back at them for them hitting us. And it just keeps going. And it escalates into what you have find out is a major war. Lori Harvey, what's up with that girl? Maybe, Raven, maybe you know Laura Harvey. This girl, she does she know what she wants to do? She just goes through these guys left and right. Now she broke up with the guy, Dan, uh, what's the name? Damson Idris. Dan, yeah, yeah, Idris. The one who played Franklin in, in the Snowfall. Yeah, so now they're done. There's you know? rumors going around that, you know, she is a contract girlfriend that – Typically, she breaks up with every boyfriend she's had, at least that we've known about, um, like right before that one-year mark. And so people do think that she is a contract girlfriend. Ah, okay. Okay. I don't know if I think that's true. I think she's just young and dating. Yeah, maybe and She don't so. want to, I don't, I, she, prob- she probably just like is looking for her, her person and, you know, she give it enough time to where she feel like if I don't know that you're my person by now, then what am I doing? I wonder how Steve Harvey feels about that. I mean, didn't he wrote the book? Didn't he write the book right. on how to how to think like a man? <laughs> yes. So he probably proud. Yes. Because men don't, don't settle. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, Tim Scott brought his girlfriend to the debate last night. How about that? Remember the Christian girl? That he nobody knew who she was, but he said she's very Christian. Well, he brought her to the debate. Of course, she's white. She's blonde. I know that you think it would be anything else, huh? But he brought her to the debate and um, showed her off to the folks. And uh, I mentioned this yesterday, I think, as I was going off. uh, I'm so glad that the Actors Union have reached a tentative deal with the Hollywood studios. Thank goodness. Now some of my shows can come back. Jeez, it's been a horrible fall TV season. It's been a horrible fall TV season. And some shows have been canceled uh, during the strike. Uh, The Wonder Years, one of my favorite shows on television, they canceled Wonder Years. I can't believe it. Man, one of my favorite shows. How did they do that? But anyway, it's gone. Unless another network, you know, now these networks, they're starting to pick up shows from other networks that cancel certain shows. Uh, They might pick them up. Somebody needs to pick them up. Maybe NBC will pick them up like they did uh, 999 or whatever that show. And they picked up uh, 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 the Hawaii show. So we'll see. Uh, The Department of Justice announced the arrest in a high-end brothel network. Yeah, these were high-end hookers. And you wouldn't believe the people that were using this service. They're saying like uh, uh, military personnel, these defense contractors, uh, politicians, all kind of people were using this high-end brothel. Uh, transported women and advertised them online for pre-approved clients to choose through several websites and ran the brothels out of apartments they, they rented. Yeah. 
and yeah, these were uh, the, the doctors, lawyers, accountants, elected officials, uh, executives, high tech companies, pharmaceutical companies, military officers, government contractors, professors, scientists. Yeah, <laughs> they were the men who fueled this commercial sex ring. I mean, you know, military personnel and scientists need a little love, too. Yeah. But, uh, man, I wonder who's got that book of names. And you know it's bound to come out sooner or later. The names of the clients are bound to come out. And there'll probably be some names on there you recognize. Yeah. Uh of course, Ohio issue two passed, but that don't mean you can roll up a joint and drive down and walk down the street and smoke it. Yeah, issue two will allow adults 21 and older to buy, possess, and grow marijuana, but it won't go into effect immediately. The, me the measure is an uh, initiated salute, uh, I mean, <laughs> statute, meaning it will become part of the Ohio Revised Code in 30 days. Republican lawmakers who remain opposed to issue two are already calling for changes. Yes. So uh, the law will allow Ohioans 21 years and older to possess 2.5 ounces of cannabis in any form. That means gummy, gummies or the plain old weed. Uh, then you can grow up to six plants individually and no more than 12 in a household with multiple adults. The products will be taxed 10% on top of Ohio's sales tax. And the law won't take effect until December 7th. That's when Ohio's uh, age, Ohioans age 21 and older can possess 2.5 ounces of cannabis. So not until December 7th. And then you can right around in that little baggie with your weed up to two point um what is it two point five ounces and you can ride around in your car with that little baggie in there and the cops can't get you and uh you still won't be able to smoke in you know bars and restaurants just like the smoking law that we have now and um you can't you know you can't smoke in enclosed areas open to the public with the exceptions for outdoor patios, smoke shops, and hotel rooms designated for smoking. Yeah, so um, there you go. Can you drive while you're high in Ohio? No. The statute bars people from driving a car, bike, boat, or airplane while under the influence of marijuana. Passengers are also prohibited from smoking or vaping in the vehicle. So you can't get pulled over and you roll down your window and the cop smells smoke in there. You can say, oh, he was smoking. I was just driving and my passenger was smoking. No, the passenger can't smoke either. So there's a lot of rules. You'll hear more of the rules as we get closer to the date 
where you will be able to smoke and carry uh, the cannabis around December 7th, a day that will live in infamy in Ohio. Yeah. Publix, you've heard of the Publix grocery stores where well, they're moving closer in to Cincinnati. There's going to be a public supermarket coming to Northern Kentucky. How about that? But it won't come until 2025. But uh, Publix, a big, uh, uh, a big grocery store chain, mainly in the south, and I guess maybe on the east coast. They've got Publix over there. But, um, yeah, it's coming closer, coming closer to Cincinnati. And I'm not sure does, I don't think Kroger owns Publix, does it? They own so many grocery store chains, you can't keep up with them. You can't keep up with them. Did you see the debates last night? Uh, Ramaswamy was called scum by Nikki Haley. <laughs> yes. She called him scum because he mentioned her daughter was on TikTok. And she did a Will Smith. Keep my daughter's name out of your mouth. She said you, voice, but she was supposed to say mouth. <laughs> I said that to my grandma when we were right. watching. Why'd she say voice? It would have hit harder if she right. said, keep my daughter's name out your mouth. Yes. Yeah, she, you know, she's polite. But she uh, was too polite for me because he was called cutting him her scum. up. She called him scum. And then he's uh, when he was talking about the three inch heels, he really wasn't talking about her. He was talking about DeSantis, really. He was talking about, I guess, her and DeSantis, because, you know, the rumor is DeSantis wears these boots. And they're saying he's got risers in his boots to make him look taller. He's got like three inch risers inside his boots and on the heels or whatever to make him look taller. That's the rumor. And he denies it, but you never see him without those boots on. And uh, I think Ramaswamy was talking about both Haley and DeSantis. But Haley came back and says, no, they're not three-inch heels. They're six-inch heels, and I use them for weapons or protection or something, she said. She said she don't wear them unless she can run in them. Right, right. She said, I don't wear them unless I can run I and I use funny. them for protection. Unbelievable. I find it hard to believe that you could run in six inch heels. You're running on your tiptoes, if you do, you'll break them off real quick. Real quick. Yeah, it breaks me. I got to buy me some new tuxedo shoes. You know, I. <laughs> I own my own tuxedo and I have, you know, the patent leather shoes. And I don't know what happened. The, the, the soles on those shoes are glued to the shoe. And I guess after so long, I mean, I've owned these shoes, but you wear them, what, two times a year, <laughs> two or three times a year, you wear them. And I guess after so long, the, the glue just gets old and it doesn't stick as well as it should. And I'm at an event and the whole sole comes off my shoe. Can you believe that? The sole comes off the shoe. And I'm like, what the hell? What am I going to do? 
And anyway, I ended up taking the shoes to the shoe repair place. And the guy says, oh, boy, you know, I don't want to take your money. But uh, I used to repair these shoes for the tuxedo shop. He said, but now it was so expensive for them. They just let people wear the shoes for a few times and then they throw the shoes away. It's more, it's cheaper for them to buy new shoes than to have me repair them. Cause I guess it's something that happens all the time to tuxedo shoes. The glue comes loose and your heel is dangling there. So, and I couldn't, the whole heel didn't come off at first, but I couldn't walk around flapping. Clack, clump, clump, clump. So I just pulled the whole thing off. And it was, it was a mess. But so that means I got to buy some new tuxedo shoes, patent leather shoes. Unbelievable. But uh, I tell you, it's, uh, it's amazing what those uh, Republicans are doing. Uh, to eat. They're beating each other up, and Trump is just sitting back laughing. Nobody's – of all the Republicans – Running, I tell you, if I had to, if if I didn't have any choice but to vote for one of them, I think Nikki Haley would probably get my vote. Second would be Chris Christie. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. And I want to hear from you at 513-749-1230. If you had to vote for one of those Republicans, if you didn't have a choice, you had to pick one. Which one would you pick out of that group last night? My number one choice, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, number two, Ramaswamy, number three, and uh, Scott, number four. Yeah. That's my order. What's your order? 513-749-1230, The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230. The buzz. <laughs> Twelve thirty WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Your talk station. It's Lincoln Ware. It's Thursday. Let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with my good friend, Lisa Baker. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. How you doing today? Good morning, Lincoln Ware. No more sleeping in bed. I'm over here taking notes on these new marijuana laws and rules. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait. Uh, Detective Lincoln Ware said uh, the passenger can't smoke either. Right. Detective Lincoln Ware said... <laughs> Yeah, there'll be more rules coming out, I'm sure. And people, there'll be rules for people to break, you know. You know, they say 2.5 ounces, you know we're going to have 5 ounces. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do that mean it's 2.5 ounces for me and 2.5 ounces for See, I don't know. Like, that's the babies. There's so many rules you got to go over here to find out what you can do and what you can't. But they'll be coming. They'll be forthcoming. Trust me. They will be forthcoming. Lincoln West, so our shows are going to start back. Chicago Fire, uh, Chicago PD, all our shows, are they going to come back on? They'll come back slowly. Slowly. Slowly, yes. Because I've been missing Detective Hank Voigt. Yes, I know you like Voigt. (laughs) I do, I do, I do. 
Lincoln, we're looking for two people today. The first one, Rick Helton. Rick Helton is wanted for a probation violation. He's wanted for a failure to register as a sex offender and for felony drug charges. Rick Helton is a white male, 42 years old, 5'7", 140 pounds. He has a history of domestic violence, weapon, and drug charges. Rick Helton was last known to live on Tilden Avenue in Norwood. That's Rick Helton. We're also looking for Alex Ford, Bellevue, Kentucky Police Department. They're looking for Alex Ford, who's wanted on multiple counts of theft from quick cash locations. Alex Ford is a black male, 35 years old, 6'3", 170 pounds. Alex Ford has a history of theft, and he frequents Ruth Lane in Westwood. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Rick Helton or Alex Ford, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 513-352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues. Uh, what's on the agenda for this weekend, Friday and Saturday and Sunday for hey, the Baker household? Anybody that's... Anybody should be up there at that Withrow game supporting my <laughs> alma mater. Yeah. They're playing up at UD Arena on Friday in the playoffs, and I will be supporting my alma mater. That's what's oh, going boy. on. Uh, you know, I was going up there, uh, but I, I, just, I, I was out Tuesday night. Uh, I, last night I had to go by Nostalgia uh, for the Who's Who in Cincinnati event they had down there. Then I had to go do my TV show. Tonight I'm going to the state of Cincinnati Public Schools down at the School for Creative and Performing Arts uh, that the superintendent is going to give. Uh, and then tomorrow i got to stay at home. I can't make it. I, can't I, make I, it. I get that, Lincoln, because I'm tired just in listening to <laughs> all of that. There needs to be two of you. Then And then Saturday i got to do the fashion show for uh, 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 for Arnetta Whitehead, fashion show at the willow got to do that for her uh saturday and uh then sunday i'm going to the game it's just i, I tell you I, this pace this is too much of a pace for a 73 year old man to keep hey you getting it lincoln you are you have a good one i'll talk to you tomorrow well, all right we'll see you and good luck with row yes and i, I gotta go with uh, princeton in the princeton lakota west game i gotta go with princeton Got to go with Princeton. I love the students at Princeton. They were always good students. When I used to do the Apple on Chester Road on Sundays during the summer, we had students from all high schools around Cincinnati. They would come to the Apple, and they wouldn't fight, and the Princeton students would always be the best students. You know, they would always be the best kids, polite, and having a good time. Could I do that today? Could I have a party at the Apple where Princeton, Winton Woods, Woodward, Withrow, Taft, and Aiken all came together and had a good time and no problems? I don't Somebody think we could throw do- that party. You just couldn't be you. <laughs> I don't think they could. They could throw it, but I don't know if they could throw it without any problems. And I don't know if anybody that would take a chance on throwing that party nowadays. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I wouldn't. But you could do that back in the day. You didn't have to worry about somebody getting shot at the Apple back in the 70s. 
You never worried about someone getting shot. They had one security guard there from Woodlawn. And kids showed up every Sunday night like clockwork. And then there was no fights. And then after the party, they'd get in their car. They'd hang around the lot for a few minutes. The cop would run them off after a few minutes. They'd hang around, talk and laugh and get in their cars. And then they would leave. No problem. What, what has happened between the 70s and now? You couldn't do that today, what you did back in the 70s. Yeah. I mean, that was, and like I said, Princeton students, you know, they came from Lincoln Heights and, and all, you know, Evendale and all in that area. And everything was great. You couldn't begin to put on something like that today. You'd have to have, 20 cops, you know, there on the lot. They'd have to have flashing lights. And it would just be, you couldn't do it. Somebody say crack babies and their babies. Oh, boy. I don't know. But why couldn't, what has happened? Oh, please. In the 70s, y'all was alcohol and cigarette babies. So stop it. Yeah, but we weren't killing each other either, like they are now. I mean, there were murders, of course. Yeah, but kids... There were not drive-by shootings and just shooting in the crowd, you know, mass shootings. There were, you, you wouldn't have to worry about that then like you would now. Like I said, I don't know if any promoter would want to put on some, an event like that in a little spot where the app. I don't, you, I'm sure you don't know where the apple is, um, Raven. I have no idea. You have no idea where the apple is. It's right there on Chester Road in beautiful Woodline. And, I mean, it was – I think it held maybe – three, 400 people, and you get 500 people coming and going throughout a night, you know, they, after they reach a certain amount, they stop coming in, then people leave, they let up, but there were never any fights or shootings with kids from all over the city, from other high, rival high schools, and they came and they got along. You couldn't do that today. Everybody hates everybody. Everybody wants to kill everybody. Yeah, those were the days. London Hall. There was a place called London Hall on Hamilton Avenue. Used to have parties there. Never had any problems. You could London Hall. Like that when I was still in high school. Where? I don't know where, but you could. It could have been done. Oh, you mean when you were in high school? Yeah, when I was in oh, school. Okay. Maybe. I'm not sure. What year were, were you in high school? She's answering the phone. I can hear him ringing. But anyway, I'm going to take a break, and then I'll come back, and we'll get to those phones. We'll get to those phones and hear what people have to say. But what has happened to the youth of today as compared to the youth of yesterday? What did you ask me? Oh, uh, what year did, were you in school? Uh, I graduated in 2012. 2012. Okay. All right. Let's it take was a beef, br- but it wasn't like yeah. like violent beef. Well, yeah, it was a lot of beef back in 2012. I don't recall none of that. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230. The Buzz. 
1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And, um, hey, don't forget the uh, Cincinnati Issues Sunday morning at 630 on uh, Star 64. Uh, This week I've got Scotty Johnson. Scotty Johnson will be on the show. And he talks about the Kenyan bar. He talks about voting against the sale of the railroad and all kind of stuff. Scotty's a real deal. I'm telling you. He's a real deal. So check it out. And I've got uh, a urologist talking about prostate cancer and black men not getting checked. Black men not wanting to back that thing up. As Dr. Melvin always says. But uh, he said they've got all type of new biopsy thing. You don't have to, you know, you can get the uh, MRI for a biopsy nowadays. Uh, yeah, all kind of stuff going on. But check it out. Sunday morning, 6.30 on Star 64. We have Dr. Kappa, Dr. Stephen Kappa from the Urology Group on Sunday morning, as well as Scotty Johnson. All right, let's go to the phones. Looks like Aaron is up. Aaron? How are you today, Aaron? Aaron. Yo, Aaron. Okay, he's seven seconds behind. And when he hears his name, Aaron. Lincoln. Yes. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Okay, Aaron. What's on your mind? And good morning to you, too, Miss Beautiful Raven. Uh, First of all, I just want to say, let's go Tiger Pride. Yeah, this up Saturday game at Welcome Stadium. Okay. And then I also thought the game was to to, the, the, the game is tomorrow night. Did you say Saturday? The game is tomorrow. No, Friday. Friday. Yeah. Friday. That's what I'm gonna say. Friday. But um, uh, talk about the uh, high school parties and getting you know different schools and communities to come together. I used to be that guy throwing parties. Me and my some of my class of 89 football players at Rizrow, we used to throw parties at St. Mark's Hall, Wesley Smith, and Madisonville. Um, and Woodward used to come. Aiken used to come. And it wasn't no fighting. It wasn't no disputes. And what's the difference now from then is you've got to rewind the structure of a family. Uh, and, you know, today's families is kids raising kids. And... They they raising themselves. No, you know, disrespectful. It would never happen. It would, a promoter would never touch that. Oh no, ne- <laughs> not today. You know, we'll never, not we'll not never for touch teenagers that. in high school. It's hard. <laughs> you know, a promoter would have to think long and hard about what he's getting ready to do if he had a party like that nowadays. But not only that, the the venue is not going to even rent that once you tell them what you what you potentially want to have there. So. No, I, I just think it's just the family structure, man, just the parenting, man. Uh, and it's sad. It's a sad generation. You know, and I, walk, I work with foster care now, um, and it just, it's just sad around the board, man. It's just structure of the family. Okay. Now, were you, the were you the guy that was uh, the uh, chef at the tailgate cooking all that food? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. That was some yes, good sir. food, man. I know, and I made it personal for you. I and see. I, I see. I made it. I made it personal for you. I wanted to send Raven a, a, a package, but it would, have been, it would have been a couple of days old. She Put it this way. She never would have received it. 
<laughs> but but we well, we was we was blessed to have your president and thank you, Lincoln. All right, thanks for your call. Okay, okay. he was gonna send Raymond some a package of what? He was gonna send you some food. Oh. He, he he was the chef at the tailgate at Withrow. Oh, okay. And they had steaks and burgers and seafood. Oh, see, I don't eat all, all that anyway. All kind of stuff, huh? I don't eat all that anyway. Oh, okay. Well. That's why I told you you never would have it never would have gotten to you. Because you would have stole it. That's right. But you still, got that right. I wouldn't have eaten it anyway, so I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> it would have been gone. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. The days of the roller skating parties, uh, where everybody used to go. Uh yeah, those days. I mean, they still roller skate, but it's mostly I think a lot of older adults are doing the skating nowadays, you know, at least 25 and up, pretty much. And, man, do they skate. Man, they skate so fast nowadays. I'm not a skater, but I would never even get out there to try to learn how to skate as fast as they skate out there. Because an old person break a bone, it takes a long time to heal. All right, let's go to White Lion. Thank you. Yes. Happy Thursday. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Hey, uh, okay, so you talked to a guy last week, uh, and it, it, I listened to it, and uh, he was talking about how he used to call the radio station and do, uh, like, a spoken word poetry. Obelaye. Obelaye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering uh, if I would be able to do a, a little bit of poetry on your show today. Oh, my God. How long is it? it, it it's probably about, like, it's like I feel like I got, like, four bars, five bars. It'll be quick. Let's, I'll head it real quick for you. you. Let me prepare my ears to hear it. Go ahead. All right. Now, just hear me out. I'm going out on a branch here, so don't make fun of me. All right? So we've I got. So I wanted that. to do something about all my friends here on the bus, okay? Because at the end of the day, I think of all you guys as my friends, and especially my haters. Uh, so let's start it out like this. I got stuttering Stefan. Your verbiage is whack. I can tell you dropped out of high school. You need to go back. On to my next victim. His name is Twin. I met you face-to-face, homeboy. You know who would win. And a spelling bee, partner. Don't get out of hand. I'll let you go first. Your word is man. Eliah, Eliah. The buzz is Messiah. I get what you're preaching, and I think it's cool. But I'm more black than you are Hebrew. <laughs> That got me when I wrote that. I'm geeked out on that one. All right. Pharaoh, we get it. Black is supreme. I just wish you used that knowledge for better. You know what I mean? And to all y'all making fun of Marcus, digging through trash, I'd rather be friends with him than these politicians stealing my cash. I'm out. Okay. All right. That wasn't bad. <laughs> I like the one about the Hebrew. Yeah. Okay. That man, that white man literally got on air and said he was blacker than a black man. You like that? <laughs> I didn't say I like that one. I was liking the one about the Hebrew. Anyway. All right. Let's move along. <laughs> he spent time to write that up. Unbelievable. And he's on Marcus's side. Uh, Fifth Third Bank. Everybody's wondering what happened to that twenty million that Fifth Third gave to Avondale. 
Everybody's been wondering. Everybody. Where's that money? Where's that 20 million? Well, you know, Fifth Third is not just going to give somebody $20 million. And say, this is for Avondale. Uh, thank you very much and goodbye. You know there's going to be strings, and I mean strong strings attached, strings that won't break attached. Roy Sutton from Fifth Third Bank and Russ Harrison will be in on the 15th. They'll be in next week on the 15th, which is on a Wednesday. So we'll find out where that money is going and what they're going to do with it. Maybe it hasn't gone anywhere yet. But everybody wants to know, what are they going to do with the money? Who gets the money and how will it be spent? And is it going to make Avondale better? And all kind of questions. So we got the money people. Russ Harrison. And Roy Sutton. They will be here next Wednesday. We got to find out where's the money. Where's the money? You heard, you remember the Wendy's commercial? Where's the beef? We want to know where's the money. And we'll find out. We'll get it from the horse's mouth next Wednesday. It's already set up, folks. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. I've been running into Roy Sutton more now than I have in the past year. I've seen him like three times in the last two weeks. And I'll see him next week. He, he's one of the men of honor. Yeah, Roy Sutton, men of honor. An elite group of black men doing things in the community. And Roy Sutton joins the crowd. Put on by Claudia Abercrombie. The men of honor. All right, let's take a break and then we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware. Want to tell you a little bit about my good friend. Dang, the music cut off all the way. It wasn't. It didn't fade out. Am I still on? Yes. yes. Okay. I, the way that music ended, I didn't know if I was still on or not. Jeez. All right. Uh, want to tell you a little bit about my good friends over at Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Oh, yeah. Like I say, not only do you have close contact with your doctor, uh, if you have ailments that you need a specialist to take care of you, they will set the appointment up for you, send you to the specialist. Yes, they do all that for you. And then the specialist will call you and, uh, uh, you know, verify everything and uh, get you set up to go. So, if they can't handle the problem, like you need an orthopedic surgeon, you need a urologist or something like that, they'll set it up for you at Dedicated. The phone number over there is 
572-5757. They're on Coleraine Avenue in Mount Airy. They're on Reading Road in Roseline. And they're over at Glenway Crossing. Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Write this number down, 513-572-5757. All right, let's move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Let's go to Cleveland. Cleveland, how you doing today? Smart, Lincoln. How you? I'm hanging in there. What's on your mind? Well, first off, uh, White Lion, I think at one point in time, he may have been cool with black people, and I think he still wants to be, but <laughs> he's got he's, he's got trying to He's trying he's too hard. It. Is that what you say? He's trying too hard. I don't know if he's trying too hard. I think he's kind of like stuck, Yeah, you know? But, but he's uh, doing exactly what you want him to do. You're talking about him. That's what he wants. You're doing. You're falling right into his hands there. Well, now, if he could, if he could come on without degrading black people in, in some kind of way, I mean, you know, then that would be cool. It but every time poetry. he comes on, yeah, you know, don't, don't. mix it up. Oh but, my but god! But anyway, okay. yes. So I mean, that that's his problem. But uh, uh, yeah, and the, the the selling of that railroad was. That, that was awful, man. Now, I don't know. I know that uh, Charles Lucan, right, is one of the board members or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And Mallory. Now, uh, did they ever have any uh, uh, a black agenda where they particularly looked out for black people when they were mayors? I don't recall either one of them uh, specifically doing it. Not that I can recall. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think is. so. Roxanne Qualls, same way, you know. So I never trusted anyone. If they didn't do it then, what makes people think that they're going to do it now? So well, that was a bad deal. Well, it's not but, up uh, to the railroad board to have a black agenda. It's not up to them. All they're doing is making money with the $1.6 billion that they're going to get. It's, not, well, it's up to the city council and the mayor to do that part. But usually, Lincoln, when there's a lot of money involved and people get involved, then there's money to be made. So we'll yeah, see. There's we'll plenty see money to be made. Run. We'll see. It'll come out in the wash. But you know, I don't. I don't think that everybody's heart is in the right place when it when it comes to this. But anyway, also, <clears throat> uh, uh, this is an interesting uh, topic. Always, what happened to black folk? And I come on here a number of times, and basically, you know, I grew up in the 60s and the 70s. I, I you know, graduated 73 from Withrow, and I also came up in the hood, which your former understudy would tell me that I didn't. <laughs> and you know who that is. Well, where did you where, come where up? Where, where, where is the hood? To you? Where, did you, where were there. you raised? Where, where did you come up? Walnut Hills. Walnut Hills? I Walnut mean, Hills. That's, that's the hood. Yeah, yes. Well, why would he say you didn't? Hood. Why did he say you didn't? You weren't raised in the hood. I, I don't know. I guess he thinks I'm sophisticated or something. I don't know. But anyway, when I was young, man, I hung with older guys. When I was like in grade school, there were guys six. I wouldn't hang with them. I would be up under them. And my cousins were my older cousins were up over me, and then there was these guys that were up over them. Mm-hmm. And they were some rough cats, you know. They did all kinds of stuff. But one thing that we had. And I kind of picked up from them, not the bad, because I kind of understood, you know, a long time ago that I, you know, there were things that I wanted to do. 
and I didn't want to be a hoodlum, you know. But there was honor, and they there was honor amongst black teens. There were honor uh, amongst you know uh, grown-ups. So there's been an assimilation. We've assimilated adults and young people into European culture. There were things we didn't do. Right, we didn't shoot each other. And Emmanuel would always say, yeah, yeah. we're shooting and killing each other. Yeah, so and I'm he, like, what do you want to tell me what we he, did when I lived? Let me tell you, Emmanuel's mad because he didn't grow up in the time in the 60s right. and the, and right. the early didn't 70s but, like we did. He, he's upset about that. And uh, so he wants to make us look as bad as they looked. I think that's what, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> but I, I, I would come to the Apple, London Hall, uh, Arms Ballroom. Yeah. We'll get in Wallace Diplomat, but was too young. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, you know we all old places. Fight, I mean, we, we fought, but we had rules. There was honor. And you would meet up, and you would decide how you're going to fight. You're going to either go heads up, or everything was good. You know, you could wrestle, grab, and sc- scrap, because some of the guys were bigger than other guys. So, you know, they didn't want to wrestle. But yeah. we went heads up. And if you tried to pick up something or you brought a knife or something, your boys would get on you. And you were considered a punk. Anybody that picked up a gun or, or, or a knife and, and, and was not man enough to deal with a guy uh, mono to mono, I mean, and this was even in grade school, you were considered a punk and a coward. So it's basically a simulation. We didn't mess with our kids, man. We didn't rape and molest our kids. Children, we didn't snatch on our kids and cuss our kids out and, you know, all that old crazy stuff. So I don't know how we get back to that, but I do. I know well, one I don't thing. Think, I don't think we'll ever I'll, get back to that. It's getting right. worse day by day. Right. And, and basically, Lincoln, what it was, and you know this better than I do, we were closer to our roots. You know, like our grand, great grand, well, our grandparents weren't far removed from slavery. And, and a lot of our parents... Mine, anyway, my grandparents came from the South. So we were closer to our roots at that time. Yes, yes. And you didn't disrespect teachers. You didn't disrespect adults. If someone was five years older than you, you're 15, and somebody's like 20, then you respected that, the yes. fact that that, uh, that person was five years older than you. If you were 20 and somebody was like 40, you respected. Hello? <laughs> he just his he, he's still he on. got a, I don't know what happened. I know he just dropped out of sight. Okay, Cle- Cleveland. Uh, uh, Yo, thank thanks for your call. All right, man. All right, now he's back. Something's wrong with his phone. Let's take a break and then we'll come back. Five one three seven four nine twelve thirty. But the real culprit in all this is social media and cell phones. That's the problem. Social media and cell phones. Once all that stuff came out, it was downhill from there, and it's still going downhill. Let's take a break. We'll come back. News coming up, 1230, The Buzz. I got to see you play this. 1230 WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware, Thursday, and there's a lot uh, going on. So the uh, co-captain of the 
vote, the guy that threw his arms up in the air, gets charged with assault. That's crazy. Where was that, in Mississippi or Alabama? Where was that? Montgomery, Alabama? Yeah, that's crazy. He was, oh, man. I, I got to see the video again, and I'm sure I'll see it sometime today. But um, now the only thing they have on CNN is they're talking about the uh, SAG and the AFTRA strike over. And I'm glad they're going back to work. It's been a horrible fall TV. Normally, the fall TV season is the best of the whole year. And there was no fall TV season. You got to see the, what do they call it? The uh, the, the older bachelor, what, what do they call that show? Golden Bachelor. All these horny old women going after this one guy, you know. I never knew women that old were that horny. <laughs> these, these women, I tell you, it's unbelievable. And then he act like a real little punk. He's crying. and uh, It's all for TV, folks. It's all for TV. It's unbelievable what they'll try to sell to folks on TV. But yeah, I I, I want to. I actually love the concept of the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> I love it. I haven't. I've been meaning to watch it because I keep forgetting that it's a home. I've been meaning to watch it because I ain't watched The Bachelor in years. Yeah, yeah. But I want to watch it. <laughs> I'm like genuinely curious to see older people fall in love because at that age, you pretty much know what you want. Like as far as a partner goes, you're not still looking for yourself. You kind of settle into life, and so now you can really give it like your all and looking for a partner. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the phone. Will you check it out and let me know what you think? 513-749-1230. Let's get back to the phones. Uh, looks like uh, Emmanuel is up. Mr. Livingston, I presume. Uh, Mr. Ware, yes. first things first, as oh, always, God. congratulations on your 50 years in radio. Um, <clears throat> I just kind of tuned in and... How did I become subject of a conversation? Well, uh, Cleveland brought your name up. He said, "You first of all, he said you told him he didn't grow up in the hood. Hold on. Now, stop. Let, let's take that. You listened to Cleveland, right? Yes. Cleveland sounded like he grew up in the hood to you. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe he was a, a special kid and... You know, he, okay. he went in and read yeah, books in the library, and uh, he didn't get into trouble after school, you know? Yeah, he was special. You can tell he do sound special. <laughs> no. um, um, and, Mr. Ware, now, look, I don't know. I didn't grow up in, in I guess, y'all generation. So I have to ask a couple questions. You telling me, or, or Cleveland said this, and I want to know, did this ever happen to you? You were getting ready to have a fight with somebody, <laughs> and y'all sat down and hashed out the rules. No, no, no. I then why did you agree with him when he I, said that nonsense? I, I, I don't I know. If that, I, was just listen, I didn't agree with him. I was just listening to what he was saying. Now, you, know, now, you, you were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, well, yeah okay, yeah, let yeah. me tell you this. In, if you were a close-knit neighborhood and there were, like, two families going at it, then you might have one person from a, one family and another person from the other family, 
uh, y'all going to fight it out because that's the only way you can settle this thing. And then they might have some rules uh, with the fight. Yeah, that's possible. So yeah. that, so, so they you might lay that, down some y'all rules. Sat and, y'all sat and hashed out rules. I never, I, I never witnessed said, that, he but I have heard things like that happening. And go over the rules. I never witnessed it, but I think it has happened before. No, nah, you never witnessed it because you know that's some BS. I know. Y'all didn't sit I, I down and meet and hash out rules. Asked, if Doug Springs is out there, you? he could call in and verify this. But there have been times where you say, okay, there's not going to be anybody jumping in, nobody helping. And, but I didn't, you know, no, no, no. He talked about setting out rules like no punching in the face. No, or, I never you know, heard. No, no, like not that. like that. No rules like picking up something and using a weapon against the other person. Something like that. So I'm in other sure words, it has happened. I've never lying. witnessed it. He was making stuff but up. But I'm sure some people could call in and verify that that has happened before. Did y'all sign contracts too? No, there were no contracts signed. <laughs> it was just a little negotiation before the fight started. I'm just checking. I don't know. I need how some it went folks from Winton Terrace. So, I need some so, folks from Winton Terrace back in the day to call me because there used to be a lot of fights up there back in the '60s and '70s. And uh, now wait a minute, because they probably had rules. To me. According no, according to you and I guess Cleveland, y'all were so peaceful, oh. and you, nobody ever like had a knife. You know what I'm saying? Nobody I mean, people ever got did stabbed. Stuff. Wait, wait, look, we're just saying at certain seven. events, Emmanuel, things like that didn't happen. But people were stabbed back in the day. People were shot back in those days. So, but I mean, yeah, def- but not like it is today. Saying, I'm jealous because I didn't grow up in the city. Yeah, you and are. All you are. Shooting you and are. stabbing didn't you are. happen until the <laughs> 70s and the 80s. You are so jealous. Saying, you no, wish you had grown up back 60s. then. You fantasize about growing up in the 60s. What would I be fantasizing about? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> what? What, what? What's the fantasy? I'm being stuck at the bus station and not being able to eat on the white side. Oh, I really look forward to that. You know what I'm saying? What, what would be the fantasy? You just wonder, what was it like living like that back then? What was it like? How would I have felt back then? You fa- you think about that stuff, man. Well, how did you come to this conclusion, Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, I, what? <laughs> yes. All right. You and, you and Cleveland just made some stuff up. I got to go, Emmanuel. Thanks for your Oh, one call. last thing. Can I say one last thing? Yes. You really shouldn't let the white lion come on and bash black people like that and oh then defend God. it as if he didn't do anything wrong. Oh my God. That was terrible, oh, Lee. Thanks for your call. Thanks for your call. And thanks for uh, adding fuel to the fire. Because it does, cause what See, you said didn't make no sense like it. Why would any black person want to be born earlier than, like, say, the early 2000s, based on history alone? Nah, he wanted to be born back in the 60s. He wanted to get involved in the protests and all kind of stuff. What? Yeah, he, he fantasizes How that How did stuff. you come to that conclusion? I would I love just, to know. I, I just know Emmanuel. I know Emmanuel. So you just made it up again. Like he would have loved <laughs> to have been, you know, marching in the protests and the riots, you know, the 60s riots. Oh that would have been God. right up his alley. Right up his alley. Oh, yeah. All right. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. The top 10 cities for sports. Yeah. 
They got the list out of the top 10 sports cities. Where do you think Cincinnati is, if they're even on the list? Yes, we are on the list. We came in at number 10. How about that? The best sports cities in America. Guess who's number one? Los Angeles, number one. Boston, number two. Pittsburgh, number three. New York, number four. Dallas, number five. Miami, number six. Philadelphia, number seven. Washington, D.C., number eight. San Francisco, number nine. And the good old city of Cincinnati, number 10. How about that? That's not bad. That is not bad to end up on the list of top 10 sports cities in the country. We are number 10. We got FC Cincinnati. We got the Bengals. We've got the Reds. We got the Bearcats. We've got Xavier. All that makes up a sports city. And we come out at number 10. How about that? Not bad. I'll take it. Normally, you know, normally uh, we're at the end of those types of lists. Or we're at the top of a bad list. We're in the top 10 of a bad list. Like the top 10 bedbug cities. We might be on that list. <laughs> we used to be on it. I don't know if we're still there or not. Those are the lists you don't want to be in the top 10 on. But the top 10 sports city, oh, we'll take that list. We'll take the top 10 every time. All right, do I have time for Denise? Let me take a break, Denise, and then I'll come back and you'll be first up. Denise, right here at 513-749-1230, The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware till one o'clock. Coming up at one, shop done. Keeping it real, keeping it real. He'll be here at one. I'm getting better at that. I think I got I got Sharpton nailed down pretty much on that one. Keeping it real, keeping it real. <laughs> yes. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to Denise. Denise, how are you? All right. Good morning, Mr. Ware. I just had a question. Uh, yeah. I have a grandkids that used to go to a school uh, in Norwood, a little, mm-hmm. little, you know, neighborhood school. Yes. Uh, Norwood View Elementary. And last year they had a celebration for the veterans, and I thought it was pretty good. And, you know, so my grandbaby asked if, you know, my brother would be interested. I said, I can ask him. And I did, and he went. He was the only uh, African-American one there, mm-hmm. and I was good. But, I mean, I've been out of school, you know, since I public school, you know, 50 years, Mr. Ware. Oh. I mean, I don't recall uh, that school ever having anything where they celebrated veterans. And I just say, a school district that big in the state of Ohio, why would a little neighborhood school do it every year? And they asked, they asked my brother again this year. They sent a letter, and he's going to it today again at 1 o'clock down at the uh, Norwood View well, Elementary. I, 
And somebody, I, I saw somebody recently. I saw somebody recently that's going to a public school for uh-huh. Veterans Day to to talk to students. And and uh-huh. but I yeah, so they do it. You probably just don't hear about it. You right? Okay, so Cincinnati Public School. So you have heard of it? Because my brother said he had never heard of it, and I mean he's been yeah. out, you know, not fifty years, maybe forty. But I'm yeah. just saying, you know, I just never recall it back in the day. Yeah. Since like they recognize, I know we was out that day, uh, Mr. Ware, but I don't, I don't remember him. But at yeah. one o'clock today at Northview uh, Elementary, they just, you know, it's just donors and they show little pictures that my uh, grandbaby did last year. She doesn't even go to that school now. But I just thought it was very nice. Yeah. They do it every year. Before Veterans Day, uh, celebrate our veterans. I just, I just think all schools should do that, or at least have an invitation for those who do have it. You right. know, teachers could be in. I was right. just wondering if they did, because I'd never heard of it before. My children, uh, my grandkids went to that Norwood school, sir. All right. Well, they. I think certain schools do it. You just don't hear about it. Cause I just talked to somebody that said they were going to a school for Veterans Day, uh, and they're veterans. So there you have it. Uh, tomorrow... Uh, we'll celebrate Veterans Day on on twelve thirty. The bus. We'll have all the veterans just call up and give us your name, rank, and where you were stationed. You know, your 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 key place that you were. You probably were stationed at a few places, but everybody has a favorite place they like to stay where they were stationed. What's yours? My well, actually, I was on an aircraft carrier, and we were never. I mean, Alameda. California was our home port right there on the other side of the Bay Bridge. That was our home port. But uh, my favorite city that I that the ship went to, it was the Philippines. You know. Oh, you was that over was there my, with them lady boys. <laughs> that was my favorite spot, the Philippines. But other than that, uh, you know, uh, Alameda was a pretty nice little spot. You right there across the bridge from San Francisco and you had Oakland. And uh, pretty nice little area out there, Alameda. They closed down that Naval Air Station, and I don't know what it is now. I think maybe they build houses there. I'm not sure what it is now, Um, but the Philippines was my favorite stop. But tomorrow, I want to hear from all veterans, your, 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 your branch of service, your rank, and where you were stationed. I have a lot of military in my family, mostly Marines. I've, oh, yeah? Yeah, my cousin right now, he, well, he's back in Texas, but he was stationed in San Diego. He was oh, okay. in the Navy. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was uh, stationed in San Diego for a minute, went to sea duty. They Before you get on the ship, the Marines have to go to what they call sea duty school. I had to go to sea duty school. <laughs> and uh, So uh, the school was in San Diego. School was in San Diego. All right, let's uh, move along, 749-1230, 513 is the area code. Uh, let's go to Cecil Thomas. Cecil, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> I got to tell in of your discussion about uh, you know, how we used to conduct ourselves back in the 60s. Yes, yes. You know, and, uh, you know, yeah, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I, I grew up in the difficult neighborhoods, the hoods, if you call it. The hoods of and, Birmingham. Yeah, and I I got in fights. I was part of a group. We were the Walnut Hills boys at one time. And um, I'll never forget, we had a beef with Coryville. Mm-hmm. And so we met down at White Castle down there at... Uh, at um, Reading uh, Road? Yeah, Reading and... Uh, and 
Tab. You know, just the tab. Reading and tab. So, <laughs> so we met there, man. And, and I, you know, we get to fighting, man. I'm going at it. Next thing I know, man, I think I got sweat in my eyes and I'm wiping my head and I'm blood. Oh, got, man. Got to stab me in the head. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Jeez. You know. And uh, and the, and then I looked at my arm, my right arm had a big gash in it where he split my skin open, and I didn't even know it until yeah. I, you know, I realized it. So, you know, I ran into the bathroom and ran into the bathroom, and, and then the cops got there, and you know, I, they ended up taking me to the hospital, and I had like I don't know, maybe eighty stitches in my head or something like Dang. that. <laughs> it was he, he I cut know, you up good, probably would have been a bullet. Man, yeah, if it hadn't been a bullet to the head, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm not. I still got the scar there. It's it's pretty much you, you can still see it. You know, but it was it, it was serious. And then there was another time. I'm with my boys. We go up in the Winter Terrace, and the community center was having a, a big dance, but we didn't know it was invitation only. So we get up in there, and one of the, one of my buddies. Go up to you know to, to the girl checking everybody in. The girl say, "Well, this is invitation only. You have to have invited." So he gets mad because he's been drinking, and he was eating some potato chips. So he put a bunch of potato chips in his mouth and spit them in the girl's face. Oh, oh man! Ooh. That girl, the girl go and tell you know the guys inside. Oh man, they beat us. When Terrence boys came out of that center. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, we, we got our butts kicked. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And I'm those like, are, man, you Those Wynn Terrence folks didn't play back then, let me tell you. No. That would have been, today, that would have been shots fired. I don't care which way you spent it. Oh, and I yeah. found out later on, I don't know if you all remember Dickie Bates. But Dickie Bates, I found out, somebody told me it was him. I don't know how true it is, but they said he was the one that stabbed me in the head that, when I was fighting down here. Gee. And uh, when, and, you know, but is all he those still, days, Is oh, he still and, living today? Is he still around? Oh, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I, I like to ask him. I said, right, did ask him, did you stab me? <laughs> 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 did you stab me? He probably would, wouldn't, wouldn't admit it, you know, if he did. <laughs> but you know what? Now, I'm going to be honest. That, that stabbing turned my life around because when I, they took me up to uh, university, hospital and I'm laying on, I'm on this gurney and my mother gets there and when she was she I was laying on the gurney and I'm looking up at her and man I saw so much pain I was causing her I said that's it I'm done and I, I had to turn my life around and matter of mm-hmm. fact the cop that took me up there he said son if you don't turn your life around you're going to end up dead or in the penitentiary that's exactly what he told me it was a white really? cop really yeah when he was rushing me up to the hospital, he said, you're going to be dead or in, uh, um, in the uh, penitentiary. And at that point, I said, I'm going to go to college. And I was in college, but I was in, like, night school trying to pay because we didn't have any money to pay for college. But I, but I was able to reverse all of that craziness. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so easy for me to identify with all these guys out here in the streets what they're doing now. You know, yeah, but the they using guns. Is, like you said, they using guns instead of knives now. Exactly. You know, because we all fought back then. I, I had a fight with the Kenny Dykes boys. Were you one of them? 
If we used to fight Avondale every year, there would be yeah, a Kennedy I, Heights Silverton Avondale fight every year at the beginning of the school year, and then the everything would be all right the rest of the year. But at the beginning of every school year, there there was a fight. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I got in, we got in a fight. Now I went to Withrow, but you know I'm from Walnut Hills, going to Withrow, and that was the Madisonville folks that went to Withrow, and they were having a community center event. We'd been all drinking, and we went out there, and it wasn't. It was everybody was invited, and so all of a sudden the fight break out. We fighting the guys from Madisonville, and man, they I, I'll never forget running down the steps out of that community center trying to get to the car. This guy was beating on me, man, and and so the next day I know that that Monday this was a Saturday. I go back to school. Man, I'm ready to, you know, you know, you're going to confront these guys because they're both, you know, we, they're, from, they're from Madisonville, we're mm-hmm. from Warner Hills. Yeah. So, you know, I'm ready. I'm, 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 you I got a big old, <laughs> I'm ready to get down in school. I brought me a big old stick. I had it down in my, you know, I had it down in my pants. I'm, I got me like a big stick. I'm going to fight. But nothing ever jumped off, fortunately. Oh, <laughs> but I thought I was going to hit something, a good ending to this. I thought you would go break out the stick and knock some heads. No, I'd, I'd have been expelled and all that. Yes. Fortunately, I, you yes, know. Yes, you But this was, when, that last incident, though, was what turned my life around, was, was the incident down the Wright Castles. And here I am now. I never would have thought I would have been a senator, a policeman, a council member, and all this other stuff. Which basically says that a lot of them young men out there, you know, if you get them get them turned around, a lot <laughs> yeah. of them can turn out to be very productive. But now, but what's get, this guy's name again that you say stabbed you? you Dicky thought, Bates. You know, Icky Icky? Are you saying Icky? Dicky. Vicky. With a D. With a D. Oh, Dicky Bates. Dicky Bates. Yeah. Okay. Now he, Bates. he might. Now somebody told me it was him. This this was years later. Yeah, and um, you know, and Dickie Bates was into a lot of stuff. He, I'm sure, if he's alive, he, you know, he's probably eight, almost eighty years old now because he. Was I wonder older if he was me. any relation to Ralph Bates. I think they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you know, Ralph. <laughs> we got, we know what Ralph was into. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All hey, right. All right, Cecil. Thanks for your call. Okay, man. Talk to you later. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. Uh, we need to take a break, and then we'll come back. We got the Dukester coming up. We'll find out what's cooking on Freeside Thursday. And uh, don't forget tomorrow, all you veterans looking to hear from you. And uh, we're still looking. Uh, I might have some information for you on these uh, honor flights that they're taking, they're taking veterans to Washington, D.C., and you look on TV, and I think they're sort of uh, almost winding down on the World War II veterans, even though uh, there's a few black World War II veterans still in this area, still around, still alive, but they don't get the word about the honor flights, but uh, they're moving into the Korean War and the Vietnam War now, as far as the honor flights, and we want to get a lot of the African-American vets who uh, normally wouldn't be able to go on those honor flights. 
We want to get you guys signed up so that you can go uh, down the road. Yeah, uh, they go by your birth date and things like that. So uh, get ready for that. The Vietnam era veterans, Korean War veterans, you, the t your time's coming up, and we want to get you signed up. I'll try to have some information on how you can do that. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. I used to read Word Up magazine Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine Hanging pictures on my wall Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall I let my tape rock till my tape pop Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack With the hat to match Remember rapping Duke? The ha, the ha You never thought that hip hop would take it this far Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kick Capri The Buzz of Cincinnati Sometimes I have to laugh at myself Yes, some music just gets me up and going And that's one of them all right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. Uh, there will be no ceasefire over in Israel. Netanyahu, he's not going for it. He's not having it. He's not having it. All right, uh, let's go to the Dukes to find out what's cooking. It's Thursday. What's on the menu today, Duke? Hey, good morning, Lincoln, and what's good, Buzz listeners? It's Thursday, but not just any Thursday. It's Free Side Thursday at the Dukes, of course. And if you're one of those folks that like to get something free, I say you need to stop in at the Dukes, get yourself a great meal, and get a free side dish to go along with your meal. Now, folks, we only have 15 days before Thanksgiving, and you'll probably have family and friends over for dinner, and you may need a helping hand in the kitchen. That's where the deuce comes in. Just in case you need a baked or deep-fried turkey or a pan of cornbread dressing, greens, macaroni, and cheese, even a pan or a half pan of candy yams, we can help you with some of those meals or all of those meals. All you have to do is call the Dukester at 761-2300 and sit back and let us do the cooking. Now, Lincoln, on our menu today is our tender meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy, black-eyed peas and cornbread, or come on by for a honey barbecue or spicy garlic chicken wings with potato salad and baked beans. We're also featuring our grilled or baked cod fish with macaroni and cheese and mixed vegetables. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our tender baby beef liver and onions with gravy, rice, pinto beans, and cornbread. And that, my friends, is a meal fit for a king or queen. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll talk at you later, Lincoln. All right. That's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Reading Road. Check him out. Yeah, they fixed up that lot over there, too, I see. Uh, did some black top, black topping over there, so they're good to go. Yeah. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. And let's go to Kendra Matt, who is a newly elected uh, to the school board. Kendra, how you doing? 
I'm doing well. How are you, Lincoln? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I guess you'll be at the State of the Cincinnati Public Schools Address tonight. Yes, I look forward to being there, and I just really wanted to reach out to all of the voters within Cincinnati for electing me as their newest uh, CPS board member. It is truly an honor. I am delighted to serve and reflect the views and values of our community, and most importantly, put our students first. So I'm excited, and again, I just wanted to extend my sincerest gratitude to Cincinnati. This has been groundbreaking. Now, tell us a little bit about you. Are you a, a Cincinnati Public School product, or are you from out of town? Where are you from? So, yes, yeah, so I am a product of Cincinnati Public Schools. I graduated from Hughes High School. My children are currently uh, students within CPS as well, at Data Montessori, as well as Gamble Montessori High School. And I just have a long history within CPS from my grandmother, Rachel Jones, as well as my father, Gary Mapp. And so I am CPS through and through, and I am just so honored to show up in this capacity. What do you see as uh, the number one problem with Cincinnati Public Schools right now? What's the first thing you want to tackle on the school board? I'm so glad that you asked that question. So my platform has been about bringing about a holistic approach to education. So I have background as a licensed professional counselor as well as a former educator, and I know how influential it is to focus on the social and emotional wellness and mental health because when our foundational uh, you know, elements are in place, uh, we are able to really lean into that cognitive expansion and learning. And so that's what I really want to make sure is incorporated throughout our district, just a, a, a focus of wellness because we know that true learning is able to happen. Yes, definitely, definitely. So I, I know tonight uh, the, the uh, superintendent uh, would probably say, hey, we're in a big uh, deficit. We got to make a lot of cuts. Do you think you're going to hear that tonight? Oh, I know that that has been a focal point for conversation, um, but I do think it's an opportunity for us to reimagine how we look at um, prioritizing things that's most important. So, yes, because we have ex experienced a lot of challenges, especially with ESSER funds, uh, which was the COVID relief funds, are going to be coming to an end. Um, the district does have to look at how we, um, again, focus on prioritizing the budget so, yes, I'm sure that will be a topic of conversation. Yes, yes. All right. Well, hopefully I'll get a chance to meet you tonight down at the School for Creative and Performing Arts at uh, 6 o'clock. All right. Absolutely. I look forward to meeting you as well. And thank you so much for taking my call. And, again, thank you, Cincinnati, for showing up for one of your own. So, again, thank you. All right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right. There you have it. Kendra Matt, who is the newest elected member of the Cincinnati School Board. Yes. And boy, do they have their work ahead of them. And main priority, though, is that attendance. Why aren't kids wanting to go to school? What's up with that? Why don't they want to attend school? Attendance rate is a big priority. Irenetta Wright says uh, they're working on that. And already, I think there's some improvement so far this year on attendance. But uh, these kids, they, they don't want to show up. 
They don't want to show up. Someone says, why can't we get a black male on the school board? Well, you had a black male running for school board. And he he was a former school superintendent. uh, Last name was Cannon. Cannon. And I think he teaches out in the Mount Healthy School District. But he lives in Cincinnati. And he was going to run. He ran for school board here. And he had a pretty good resume. But maybe it'll take him another time or two. And he can get in there. But I, I don't think. Do we have. We do not have a black male. On the school board I don't think. No. And. You really need one. You really need one. Because black males at the Cincinnati Public Schools are probably the one group that has the toughest time. Even at schools like, okay, Brandon Craig is a black man. Okay, is Brandon Craig on the school board? Okay. Brandon Brandon Craig. All right, so I I just don't you know. Black males have a tough. I, I, I hear from every a lot of black males have a tough time at Walnut Hills, and they're smart as the rest of them, but they just have a tough time at Walnut Hill. I I, I never did get. I meant to have Dr. Odell Owens explain that to me. He was smart enough to be there, but he said he flunked out. And I never did get a chance to say, well, what was it about Walnut Hills? You were smart, but you couldn't make it there. He was a black male. He was smart. We all know how smart Dr. Odell Owens was. Ivy League colleges and all that stuff. But why did he flunk out of Walnut Hills? Huh? And I never did really ask him what happened. He would always say, yeah, I flunked out of Walnut Hills, went back to Woodward, graduated, went on to the Ivy League schools and all that stuff. I never did ask him that. All right. Let's go to Karen. Karen, how are you? Oh, hi, Lincoln. How are you? Pretty good. What's up? Hello? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, my brother went to uh, Wanted Hill, but, you know, he said what got him, the reason why he left was because of the, the second, second language that yeah. they had to learn. That uh, Latin, maybe? Was it Latin? Back in the 80s, I don't know what it was, but he said he couldn't, you know, get the uh, that second language. Yeah. You know, he went there for a couple of years. I but, think, <clears throat> and I think they they tell you what language you're taking. If I'm not uh, mistaken, that, that Latin is what everybody had to take. And that might be the deal breaker. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. 
But then with with also with school, I think we have when you're dealing with the educational system, it's still some bias there. Yeah. And the African American that was in the system or more or less have to go along with systematic oppression because, and then they do go along with it, you know. So I think if you get that out of it, because when my son was going to, going to, to the, um, in, in, no, in elementary, it's like sometimes the way they treat black males, and then, you know, some of the little boys are, they're just very active, you know. But you gotta they're active, but you gotta know, learn how to control yourself in a okay, in, but, in, in a but, classroom setting. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but even even look okay, but when you look at our society, do they know how to control themselves up in the upper office? Do they conduct themselves in a manner that uh, uh, that's not uh, in conflict. You know, we always in conflict with one another, but we we expect the kids. The kids is really they 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 hear what you say, but they see what you do. And the most po- important part is when they looking at what we do as a society and how we act. Yeah, and we we got so many distractions within our society. Seem like they're almost, uh, you know, we got distractions because we we are divided as a nation. You know, mm-hmm. the the uh, the the uh, what that certain people, you know, they want to be basically your god. You know, and. And, and you know they just like that. What what was his name? The man that that just was messing with people up in Hollywood. He was a producer and uh like his mentality. Um uh what's his name? The one they put in jail. Oh uh Steen, how he was treating. Uh, uh, they have his Steen, mentality. Stein, uh, I can't think of his first I can't think of it. But you know I know who you're talking, talking about. about though. Yes, yes. The little, little roly poly. Yes. The little roly poly guy? Yeah. Him, he gave yeah. them women hell up there. And wait, the I'm cast, on the phone. He had the casting couch, pretty much. Huh? He had the huh? casting couch. Yeah, he gave them women hell. And when we got men that think this, this is where they get their heart Weinstein. on. That. You know, yeah, they Weinstein. hard. They they, they Weinstein, get hard because they feel like they're controlling everything. Yeah. We got a problem here. All right. And, 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 Okay, I, I'm just wrapping up this conversation. You've been rambling oh, okay. on for so, three minutes. That's what I'm saying. See, this little kid, my friend was telling him to get out of the street, catching the bus. He told him to shut the F up, MF, little kid. <laughs> you know, he said, well, he's going to get That's how they it. grow them now. He, huh? That's how they grow them up now. That's how they come. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just saying, he said, shut the MF MF mother, you know, if I could say it. But I was like, leave him alone. If he get hit, he get hit because he's not listening, you know. But 
you gotta you gotta look at how the parents, you know, how 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 people are are groomed in America nowadays. All you right, know. Karen, okay. I gotta run. Yeah. Thanks for your call. <laughs> she 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 act like bye. She act like she's mad because I won't let her continue with her ramblings. Yes. We need to tape on her. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. Yeah, kids won't hesitate to curse you out nowadays. This is a whole new generation. Today's youth are a lot different from yesterday's youth. And I'm blaming it all on the cell phone and social media. And maybe a little bit of crack also. Vaughn, how are you? Yo, Vaughn. Is Vaughn there? Oh, that was, no, that wasn't. That was Karen. I guess Yvonne is gone. All right. A couple other things. Yeah, so there there might be a ceasefire, what, a four-hour ceasefire they're, they're trying to get together, which I don't think is going to last. A four-hour ceasefire, not going to happen. They're hell-bent on running Hamas out of, the Gaza, out of Gaza completely, and they don't care who dies in the process. They're taking them out. They're taking them out. But we'll see. We will see. And Donald Trump, his legal team to begin their defense on Monday. And uh, that'll be interesting. Who will they call to the stand? What witnesses will the defense call in defense of Donald Trump? I see Brother Powell is on Facebook. We need to hear from Brother Powell, a winner once again. He's a winner once again. He's always on the winning team, it seems like. Brother Powell, (laughs) he he knows who to work for. He always works for the winner. Brother Powell. Yes. And somebody said Israel said no to stopping. They said no to the four-hour pause also? I didn't think that was very long. You could stop bombing for four hours, I think, you know? For four hours, you could stop. But apparently not. War continues in the Mideast. The Middle East. Uh, did you see the debates last night? If you saw it, let, let me hear from you on that one. Who do you think came out a winner on the debates last night? Who would you say, if you watched it, who would you say won the debate? I'm giving it to Nikki Haley. I think 
she came out looking more presidential than the rest of them. Yeah. I think she looked more presidential than any of them. But, you know, and it's good. They need to keep fighting for that number one position between the four of them. They need to keep fighting. It was four or five of them. Because I don't think Trump is going to be able to run. I don't think Trump is going to be able to run. By the by the end of all this stuff, he's not going to be able to run. I'm telling you. He's going to be so wounded and damaged until whoever wins with this group of five, they might be they they'll be the Republican candidate. So they need to keep keep on fighting as hard as they can because Trump is not going to be around. November 2024 to run. I just don't think so. I just don't think he's going to be able to get through all this legal, all his legal problems and still be able to run. Nikki Haley might end up being the first female president of the United States. And I don't think Trump can beat Joe Biden. I just don't think so. People are not crazy. They know what he will bring if he gets back in office again. This man cannot get back in the White House at any cost. It'll be trouble here in the United States if he does. So, yeah, those uh, Republicans trying to get the Republican nomination, keep fighting because whoever ends up on top could be the one who's running for president. Donald Trump will be so beaten and battered by November 24 that he'll be unable to cross the finish line. Oh, yeah. Unable. At least that's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. I got my fingers crossed when it comes to that. All right, we've got news coming up, and we'll come back on the other side if you want to jump on board on a Thursday, 513-749-1230, the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. out over the metropolis of Cincinnati. As I stand here this evening, looking out over the metropolis of Los Angeles, California, I can't help but think about the young lady that I met here. And so I wrote a song tonight, and I call it my California girl. California girl. Living in a different world. You're living in a different world. You're better than Eddie Floyd. On the Thursday Let the afternoon. sun shine in California girl Right here 
Nobody says you couldn't, you can't whoop your kids. There's no law. People kill me. Well, if you whoop them, they gonna call. You gonna get in trouble with two four one kid. You can whoop your kids, but there's a line you can cross. There's a difference between a whooping and a beating. Oh yeah, I know. I know about a beating. Well, I mean, you know, I I caught it with a fist. I caught it with an ironing cord. A beating yesterday. A, a beating in the sixties <laughs> and seventies is a a, a a charge as a court date in in, in the, the 2000s. Okay. But uh, I also agree with you on the fact of Trump. Uh, I think he's going to be worn out like a pair of pantyhose uh, well, with his legal that's what I'm hoping. and everything and all that. I'm hoping he'll be uh, charged and uh, he won't be able to run and he'll be so beaten and battered till it'll all be over. I can't wait to see Marcus too sweet and Elijah's face when that man falls flat on his butt. We haven't heard from too sweet lately. Yeah, he's probably licking his wounds over issue one and probably issue two. And I'm not sure how he felt about issue 22. But, yes, thanks for your call, Bill. Bye, Raven. <laughs> see you, Bill. <laughs> that Bill. That Bill. I tell you. He only did that because I didn't talk to him for like a whole two minutes before I put him in queue. Oh, God. Okay. If I would have gave him some conversation beforehand, it wouldn't have been that. Well, Bill's going to be on hold a little longer next time for slipping <laughs> that in. <laughs> yeah, he's going to regret that. Let's go to Vaughn. Vaughn, how are you? I'm fine. Um, I wanted to say you got to understand, like, school is not like it was, you know, um, back in the 80s, like, you know, when I was in school, like, we had career day. You know, yeah. I remember the little Pepsi commercial with I the think guy. They, they still um, have career the day. End, the little football player at the I, Hold on the, a second. Von, 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 Von. I think yes. they still have career day at schools now. But it's, it's not, like, a lot of stuff is just not the same. A lot of stuff is taken out, and these kids, they just need those things again. And they need to know that they're going to school for some potential, not to play around and, like, talk about what so-and-so is wearing and what so-and-so is doing or let's bully this child and 
let's do this. And these kids need to learn about real development, like what, yeah. how they can invest in their communities. Um, you know, uh, like I, I think I had mentioned before in another one of your shows, um, compost. These kids would love that volunteering. You know, they need to get all these black kids into some volunteering programs. These kids at Seton do it all the time, places where I worked at, um, you know, uh, seeking kids that came in and volunteered. We need to get these black kids on that road, like, and we need to do it now. So that's basically, you know, where that's at with that. And they, we need to get them on some George Washington Carver projects. <laughs> you know, we can come up, yeah, um, let's get these kids doing what them um, people did back in the 1800s yeah. with um, making the submarines, um, making helicopters, black people making these great inventions. We need to get these Wait, kids, how you gonna get kind of kids involved in making uh, helicopters? You know, caught up in this other huh? stuff. How are you going to get kids involved in making helicopters today? Because that's t- part of our uh, history. That's part of our culture, us as black people. We come from some great inventors, some great um, teachers, great people that um, this, uh, I forgot her name, but there's this black woman that was the first black doctor. We need to get these kids back on them roads and keep, keep them focused on them roads so they can have, like, a really great future. Now, you might not like and want to talk about inventions and stuff like that that your people come from, but me, um, I love knowing and learning what my people come from, and we need to get these black kids on that and keep them staying on that road because white people are trying to take over all the inventions. They already took advantage of the patents years ago. We need to get these black kids focused on teaching and education and staying on that road of where we come from. I don't know why people are trying to lose this history. Like, it's, it makes no sense. Like, we disrespecting our own history. All right. Thank you, right. Vaughn. Thanks for your call. Okay, she's fired up. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to Lindsay. Lindsay, how you doing? Hey, Lincoln, what's going on, brother? I'm hanging in there. What's on your mind, Lindsay? Hey, well, look, man, the first thing I want to say is, before I say what I need to say, Cecil Thomas, my mother moved to Kennedy Heights in 1967, and I remember helping her move, and she wanted me to go to Frisch's on Montgomery Road. I went to Frisch's, and when I left Frisch's, I came outside, and about four or five guys jumped out of a car from Everston, and one of the guys hit me in the head with a hammer, and uh, they say his name was Cecil Thomas, and he lived in Everson in 1967. <laughs> I wonder was that you, Brother Cecil. All right, nigga. <laughs> second, second thing is about them kids. Now, uh, when I grew up, I grew up in Avondale. I had a stepfather that was really ruthless. I used to put cardboard in my shoes because I had holes in the middle. I used to have, I used to have to wear shoes where my soul would flop because it would come loose. That's because the father didn't invest no time, no money, no interest, mm-hmm. no affection, none of that. So okay. I gravitated to the streets in Avondale. Now, Union and Red and Road, I went to Columbia just like you did and Burks and all of them. But what, year did, you, what year did you go to Columbia? Uh, well, uh, let me figure that out. 1957, I come to Cincinnati. 1959, 1960. Okay. I was there. I was there then. I know. I used to run again. I used to be in the same gym class with Raymond Washington. I can okay. never outrun Raymond Washington. I know. Nobody could outrun Raymond Washington or his brother, uh, Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo. Yeah, that was his brother. They were the yeah. fastest there at the school, those two. Yeah. But let me get back to what I want to say about these youngsters today. When I was coming up, I don't like these youngsters today that's out there. I was a heroin addict at the age of 12. Uh, 
when I became uh, 14, I had got put out the house, had to live at the Y. So everything in the streets that's out there now, it was out there then, minus the killing. But then, long story short, I got in trouble for doing all that robbery and crap, went to prison, got out of prison, had to go to California. I did all my 20s in the state of California. I had to do it on the ground, meaning I had to grind with Crips and Bloods. Let me just say this, Lincoln. In the 70s, blacks was killing blacks. Youngsters was killing youngsters, just like they are doing right now today. That continuation of that lifestyle and behavior, I don't care what name you put on it, that gangsterism, drill, we in the trenches, uh, it, 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 it has nothing to do with what the demographics are. And the demographics are is that we don't invest no time into intervention or prevention. Mm. That lady says she's going to take a holistic approach. I don't use yeah. religion when I do my lectures or speeches or whatever you want to call it, and I don't use, uh, 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 and I'm uncensored. I have to cuss because today profanity makes trillions of dollars in society, trillions of dollars, not millions, but trillions. Denzel Washington, uh, in his career, he's fifth on the list for using most profanity. Our young people hear this, so it's just like regular, regular conversation. But we as black people, we've been hating on each other since we was in the in the in the plantation, even before then. Fear well, ninja. I don't think it's ninja. just black folks hating on each other. I think white folks and uh, Asians and everybody hate on each other. Well, that's true, but I'm just speaking about us in our situation. Yeah, you but you here? just made it sound like we're the only ones that hate on each other. No, I'm just speak. I'm just speaking yeah. specifically about us because we are the most divided race on the planet, Lincoln. We are the m most divided race. But here in America, that that mentality of light skin, dark skin, house huh. ninja, field ninja, it drifted into our genes, into our DNA, into our ancestors. They passed religion on. We separate ourselves with religion. We separate ourselves with education. We separate ourselves with money. We separate ourselves with status quo. I say for me, I don't really want to put my stuff out here because I'm not significant. If I was significant, maybe somebody would listen to me. Jan Michelle listened to me and put me in a newspaper in 2016 on the mm -hmm. front page. Now a black person called me. I got a lot of response from the white community, but I didn't respond. Yeah. I didn't come back to Cincinnati to just give my stuff away. They put me in the inquiry on the Sunday on the 2019. I got a lot of response. I was on USA Today with my stuff, got a lot of response, but I'm not getting nothing here in Cincinnati. And I feel responsible. And I sent you, Lincoln, some information that when I was in prison, I told them people if I ever get out, my commitment is that I owe my community because I was glorified in that negativity. I was a real Robin Hood, brother. In Kennedy Heights, and I got witnesses that can tell you that right now today, and my record can tell you that. Yeah. So all I'm saying yeah. now, the mentality of our young people, the mindset of our young people, you're absolutely correct. Social media, cell phones, ninjas killing each other over gossip. You hear what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Over yeah. Gossip, gossip starting on uh, on on, the, on those phones, well, on those uh, social media accounts. Yes. It's the Instagram. It allows you yeah. to do beef. 
I sent you something, Lincoln, when we had the Orange Walk, the walking club. I told you, Lincoln, I sent you something about the young folks about the drill and the trench life. I said, you need to read this because guess what? This is what our young people are gravitating to. Last thing, and I'm out, NBA young boy. I know you don't know nothing about him. But in 2023, this youngster got four billion streams. All he talk about is what's going on in all of our cities. And the only one that beat him was Drake. Four billion streams. You hear me? Four what's billion. His name? So what's his name again? NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy. Okay, yes, I'll check him out. Four billion. Now, and he on house arrest. Because he already beat his little murder cases. And another thing, those suckers is out there representing that, this real is not studio. It's not studio anymore. And these youngsters know that. They just throwing their life away because they don't even know what they stuck into. So yeah. you need somebody like me to make a breakthrough and get them to the right people. All right. Simple as that. Got to go. Thanks Have for your call. One. Thank you, Link. All right. That's Lindsey Bowler. And um, he went to Columbian school there. I didn't realize. Well, he was there the same time I was there. Okay. All right. We need to take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln Ware with you. It's a Thursday afternoon, and all that great warm weather we've had all week is pretty much uh, going to slip away, like Clarence Carter, slip away. And it'll be kind of, you know, highs in the 50s, which is normal for this time of year. So we'll go back to normal for November this coming weekend. Let's take a break. 1230, The Buzz.